Oh, this is not blink. Tom's not in this. This is not plus 44. This is not Angels and Airways. And so I, I, I don't think that we actually gave this. Welcome back to Asinine Radio, a weekly podcast where we talk about music. And, well, that's pretty much it. So uh, let's go. This is Asinine Radio, no episode, but this week, um, we're doing this a little bit different format of the pod, is uh, we dedicate one entire episode to one album, or several, several EPs, like this case, or whatever, you know, so if you want to listen to our Fearless Beer Review, our Songs of the Week, and new music, check out the other episode that is posted at the exact same time. But this week, we are going to be getting into the Simple Creatures catalog. I don't even know what to call it. So, I got a feeling that the weather's gonna change, so I'm turning off my brain for a minute. Simple Creatures was formed in 2019 by Mark Hoppus and Alex Gascarth in Los Angeles, California. They currently have two EPs and an LLP coming early next year. This episode, we're going to be getting into both of those EPs because we can do whatever we want because we are Asinine Radio. So that's really all I have for that intro because this band is not even a year old yet so let's just get right into it unless you want to vamp some more because we didn't vamp at all before we got into the the album so what do you want to do what the fuck is vamping just chit-chatting just fucking around oh <laughs> <laughs> you're the fucking worst <laughs> i was thinking of like nightcrawler like bamfing bamfing <laughs> 
You know, like in the comics when Nightcrawler oh, disappears. I know exactly what you're yeah. talking about, yeah. Oh, so stupid. Oh, yeah. yeah that's stupid. Nightcrawler's stupid, yeah, okay. He's only, well, he is he's only one of the best fucking comic book heroes well, he's of all not. time. But that's no, fine. he's not. No, he's not. He's not. Mm. He's not. Mm. He's not. Anyway, Simple Creatures, what do we got? They got two EPs. They have two EPs. They got two EPs. What the fuck? Who am I? Two people, they two, two EPs, e- baby. Two people, two EPs. The first EP, Strange Love. Second EP, Everything Opposite. You're getting, you're so, getting a little excited here. Well, I have to have some excitement. Something just like titillated you to the point where now you're overly excited. What is what is BMG? What 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 musical or what company is that? That's a record label. I know. But what what is that? Is that Universal? Big music. Is that owned by Universal? Because UMG is Universal. So I have I'm no wonder idea. if that's. Wait, I, I is, is that know. what BMG stands I don't, I don't know for? What, big music group. I have oh, no idea what it stands for. I was just guessing. I have no idea. But is that who they're uh, under? I thought they were under Interscope. <coughs> Winterscope is owned by somebody else. Of course. Everything's owned by somebody fucking else. It's all stupid. It's, it's all, all music, dumb. dude. Anyway. So, yeah, this week we're doing the Simple Creatures album. Uh, or not album, but they're two EPs that they've released. Uh, we're kind of going along. We've been doing a lot of Blink-related stuff recently. We did Blink-182's new album, Nine. Then we did Plus 44 the following week. We did the Angels and Airwaves album, We Don't Need to Whisper, last week. And this week we are finishing off Blink Month, I guess you could say. Blink Month <laughs> with um, Mark Hoppus's one of his side projects, Simple Creatures, with Alex Gaskarth of All Time Low. He's the singer-guitarist for that band. Uh, this is very different from Blink and very different from All Time Low. This is very electronic-driven, for better or worse, I think think you'd agree with yeah. me on that are, are we already doing our, our initial assessment uh, here or what, what's going on yeah le, yeah no that's that's what okay. i was g- getting into but you just kind of had to you know put a halt to that real quick talking, with that comment but, talking about something other than your initial no i'm just I, I like i mean that's okay. what we do when, when you do a podcast you just you just talk. Talk. That's, fine. that's what you do you just talk no yeah we could oh, continue yeah. to talk over each other but you know, on a podcast you talk you don't want a lot of silence so you just talk even if it's not oh, about yeah. anything Fuck you just it. we'll talk about anything talk. yankees are actually not proceeding to the world series so that's good okay we are not yeah. really i didn't know that but anyway we're not talking about baseball. oh we're talking about simple creatures and we're talking about their two eps strange love and everything opposite what are your first impressions Jeff? uh uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> So my my first impressions were we had been given songs trickling down throughout the podcast for many, many moons, and we've always just kind of like shit over them and never really gave them a chance other than, oh, this is not Blink, Tom's not in this, this is not Plus 44, this is not Angels and Airwaves, and so I, I, I don't think that we actually gave this a chance and what I really tried to do this week was listen to this and pretend that <laughs> all time low. Pretend and you've never heard of anything Mark has done never happened. And so I try to take this only at face value of like let's two random guys just made these two EPs. And that's kind of the, my my mentality going into this. Because if it wasn't that, then I mean <sighs> It'd be like an uphill battle, and so I, I I didn't want that to happen. So that that's that was my mentality going into this. So I I, I throw that out there because of I have a lot of good things to say about these two albums, these two EPs. And so that yeah. but that's kind of where I'm coming from. 
I don't I don't want to compare okay. it to anything because it's it's too easy to do that. It's See, too easy. I don't want to do that. And I also this week I also listened to about two hours of all time low. Oh God, why would I, you do that? Let me that? tell you, man. Let me tell you. It's not all terrible. It's <laughs> not. It's not. It's not. It's not. It's not. There are like snot, snot, four snot. songs that I thought were pretty good. Out of two hours <laughs> of listening, yeah, that was four. <laughs> that was four more than I thought there was. Right. <laughs> oh, but I still, that's horrible. I, I, that's awful. I also okay. Let me say five because I do like the Hey and Maria and song okay, or whatever and, that song is. And also, and also, you're a pop punk man. I'm not a pop punk man. It's true. I I am a Mark. So I am a pop so, punk man. <laughs> so you're, you're you're more likely to like like what? like. To like a pop punk, dude. What the fuck? Why can't I say like today? You're more likely to like a pop punk song, even That's if it's true. that, that is because you're a true. pop punk man. Most people aren't pop punk men. So, my first impressions on this, uh, yeah, we we just shit on them for like the last six seven months that they've been putting out random songs. I listened to the first EP when it came out. I didn't really care for it. I didn't even bother with the second EP when it came out uh, two weeks ago. I think it was. Well, we um, you, so this is my first listen with it because I told you not to listen to it because we would just do this episode that way it would be fresh. Well, there's that too, but also I had like no interest in listening to the second EP because the first one. You were interested. Get I out just of here. Didn't, I didn't. I didn't like the first EP. I don't think it's good. I really don't think it's good. And oh God, dude, there's so many. I just, I don't, I don't like it. I really the don't. The first like one, or it. just in general? Overall, in general, I don't like it. There are moments here and there that I think are are cool that should have been expanded on, but then they just screw the pooch. Lyrically, I think the 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 EPs are a mess. I just, I don't, I, I can't. I all, can't right. Get well, into oh, it. all right, well, all right, all right. Uh, yeah, let's slow down. Well, okay, let's, let's slow go. down. Yeah. So let's um, let's start by. I actually only have one stinker. One stinker. There is only one okay, song in it? both these EPs that I thought was just the fucking epitome of bad, and that's Lucy. Okay. That's from the. Okay. That's from let's the first it, EP. Okay, let's get into so Lucy. Lucy. I think it's just an absolutely garbage song. It was like their only real rock. I'm using air quotes. You can't see my fingers. I'm using air quotes. But that was the most rock song they had on their first album. But like the mm-hmm. music on that reminded me of some pre-programmed shit that you would find in like Audacity or any kind of musical recording software. Garage band, yeah. And there was like this weird pre-chorus rap. That happened. Oh, I know. And I just thought, like, wow, dude, that I can't even applaud you for trying because that's barf. No, that it's so barf. bad. It's like the the pre-chorus to this song is probably the worst thing Mark's ever Absolutely. done in his entire career. Absolutely, it's so it's so <laughs> it's bad, disgusting. It's embarrassing. It's and embarrassing. There are parts, there I'm are embarrassed parts for where they add a little bit of cusses here and there, and I just thought, like, dude, you guys can't. You can't just add fucks and shits to songs and expect them to be better because this is not the way it works. And then parts yeah. of the song actually reminded me of, of a song that I did remember it did called All Signs Point to Lauderdale. And it was kind of in like the yeah. like the, the chorusy gang vocal type of thing. 
but the only saving grace for this is I kind of like Mark's vocals in some parts because he's better. Mm-hmm. Like Mark, I, I, I'm again, I'm a marksman. And so I, I, I like when are. Mark sings, but I like specifically when he fluctuates his voice like mid sentence rather than at the end of the sentence. And in this one, he kind of, sh- he, he, he flexes those pipes to where there are certain, there are certain lines where he, he fluctuates his voice like mid mid word mid sentence and that's that's fun that's cool i i I dig that but overall this song was absolutely garbage i i will agree with you this is one of the worst songs on the record primarily because of that uh that pre-chorus but then also reading about lyrically how it was written and why why they wrote it is like one of the the lamest things i've ever heard so the story is the guy who produced it i think his name was or rick servini He's one of the producers and Zach. co-writers on the on or Zach Zach Servini. He's one of the producers and co-songwriters on both EPs. So apparently he has a girlfriend, Big Whoop, uh, <laughs> but he's not he's not married to her. He's not engaged. But Mark That's thinks it's so. Mark likes to harass him and says, "When are you gonna get married?" Because it's so interesting and like anybody even fucking cares. So he keeps harassing him, say, asking when you're going to marry your girlfriend. And he says, I don't know. Let's write a song about it. So instead of writing a song about a guy asking his girlfriend to marry him, they wrote a song about a bank heist. So none about nothing about this, the making of this song makes any fucking sense. And I really hate it. And I hate everything about this song. I think it's hot garbage. And I really have nothing more to say, just that it's bad. And lyrically, it where it came from, like a lot of the songs on both EPs, it just makes no fucking sense. So I, I want to get more into that because that was like a big thing that I had a problem with, especially lyrically on this album was because I, I did see that also. And so what, okay, so I, I, there's so many things I want to talk about. I don't even know where to start. Let's just start somewhere. So, so the guy you're talking, the, the guy in question, Zach, we'll call him Zach. I think Zach with two Ks because he's so tight. Zach Cervini, yeah. he has songwriting credits on every single song on the first album, on the first EP. Yes, EP. Not on the second EP, but he has songwrites on every single one on the first one. But he's also worked with, um, he 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 was in he mixed or helped mix California for Blink, yes. and he's also worked with like Machine Gun Kelly and Fever, uh, basically John Feldman. Yeah, he's John Feldman's little guy. Yeah, he he he's also worked with Good Charlotte and other bands in that that vein pretty much anything john feldman allowed him to do is what he has worked on <laughs> and so allowed him to do. that's like that's uh bothers me because that's essentially what it seems like right because every band that yeah. you look at his his discography that he's worked on john feldman has something to do with it and so it makes yeah. you think that this guy only does things that john feldman allows him to do yeah and so like, I, john feldman's I, I little sticky that. disgusting finger his like his reach goes even further than we had thought like we're digging, <laughs> we're digging, right? We thought we were gonna dig up one grave, and we dig up like fifteen graves. Like, what you know, the fuck? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna add to that. So, before Symbol Creatures was was created, Mark had just come off tour with Blink uh, on the California, the big California tour for that album. Uh, he was very depressed. He didn't know what he wanted to do next, but he wanted to write more music. But he wanted to collaborate with somebody else. So he had like a list of people to collaborate with. 
but the first person he called was Alex Gaskarth from All Time Low. Hmm, why would you call him? It makes no sense. Dude, I, Their music sucks. It does they're make like sense. A shitty, I have a perfect thing they're, they're, for it. They're, they're like a shitty pop punk version of Blink-182. Um, he's young, so he's still trying to hold on to that, that youth. And... Uh, there's something else I was going to say, but now I totally forgot. That's fine. Holy fuck. I'll jump in. Oh, you want me to jump oh. in? I'll jump in. No, no, no. Also, also, Mark wants to collaborate with other people outside of who he normally collaborates with. So he finds somebody who's almost exactly like Blink was in the late 90s, early 2000s. And not only that, the people he surrounds himself with produ- production and writing-wise are all people related to John Feldman. So in actuality, he really hasn't you know, gone any... He hasn't tried anything new with this group it's everything he's already known in some shape or form and it just it's weird it's just fucking weird so like 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 at least okay okay i'm also gonna say this at least tom DeLong like works with other artists that are the opposite of what he what he's done like like he had adam willard in his band rocket from the crypt Fucking weird. He had Ryan from the Distillers. The Distillers is more weird but, than Adam Willard. Adam, I mean, that's Distillers. not weird. But then, but then I'm gonna really throw a curveball at you. He has Elon Rubin, the drummer for Nine Inch Nails, work with him. Come on. But I mean, like, don't forget, Mark. Like, Mark has has dozens and dozens, if not a hundred songs that he has either produced for other bands, mostly in the pop punk realm. But there are all within the same. But there are genre. other bands. There are other stuff. But not only does he produce, but he also he's also guest vocalist. He also helps mix. He engineers. He does a lot of things that Tom DeLonge does not do, and that's when we did. Tom DeLonge produced the entire Wooden Toe record. <laughs> I forgot we call it Wooden Toe. He, he, but no, what he, I'm saying he, is he had he had his guy his critter to engineer it. Projects. Mark has done more outside of his own projects than Tom. Okay, has. but we're not but we're not talking about production credits. We're talking about songwriting credits, and we're talking about what he's well, what he's we made know, as a band, a producer, as a writer. As a producer has a fuck ton of pool because we see it with our boy Feldy. A producer has a fuck ton of pool in regards in to the final bands, yeah. outcome of the of of the sound. Yes, in some bands, yes. Well, let, let, let's move on here because I, I want to get back to what you said. How when Mark was in this deep place, he called Alex because I there's a perfect explanation for this, and you make fun of me for saying it, but Mark is emotionally underdeveloped. <laughs> like, how many times <laughs> do I have to fucking say this? Mark is 47 right now. Alex Gaskarth is 31. That's a 16 year difference, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, my neighbor that lives two houses down, he is also. 16 ish years older than me and so i kind of compare our relationship with him but there's a lot of like similarities between us two and kind of like me wanting to hang out with him and him him wanting to hang out with me but there's also a lot of differences because we both have kids at the same age he has a grandkid so it's a lot different but and so i think when mark reached out to alex and the fact that mark surrounds himself with yes men and that's exactly what he's doing. He's, yeah. dude. He has no fucking idea. His life is in shambles. Like, and then, and then like the biggest thing that bothered me is the fact that he is. I'm using air quotes again with my fingers. He is happily married, right? And he has a yeah. child that he is happy with. I mean, I, I don't want to bring the child in. That's fucked up. So he is happily married. <laughs> he is happily married, but like a lot of the uh-huh. songs on this still. His parts are still about like heartbreak, and there's one specific line in this where he talks about. I mean, we'll get into it when we get into the song, but there's a line in here where he basically talks about like how, how much love he's had in the past and he's left it behind, 
And it's like, dude, like, yeah. why even fucking bring that up? Like, why are you still stuck in this fact that you're not in the enema of the state era of your life anymore? Yeah, you're not in your mid-20s and my anymore. God, it's just... it's just like everything that he writes. And I don't mind it so much with, with Gaskarth because he's he, too, is also married, I believe. And so I don't mind yeah. it too much with him because he's only basically 30. And that's not that old. And not saying 47 is old. But he's forty-seven. That's almost fifty. You know what I mean? And but 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 in the context of it all, yes. And he's sixteen I mean, years older than this guy. And like you said, he was in this horrible place. And the first thing he calls, or the first person he calls, is this dude that's sixteen years younger. Like, bro, you don't have any other friends, man. That's a red flag. Yeah. If the dude has no other friends. There's a reason for that. To call of all people, of all people, like. Uh, they were they were a Blink One Eighty Two cover band prior to making their own music. Like, like you go to a, a guy who was in a Blink cover band. Like, what? I don't understand it. It makes ah, uh, it's I just it's because Mark. I just don't know. Mark himself is a yes man, and we've seen that in the Blink albums leading up until Tom's multiple hiatuses. So we because he's still on a hiatus, and so we've seen that Mark is a yes man. He probably started off as kind of like an equal contributor, but he eventually ended up as a yes man. And so he surrounds himself with yes mans because he literally is emotionally underdeveloped. And that's like, dude, I can't, I'm not even a psych, I'm not even Dr. Phil over here, but fuck man, come on, come on. Yeah, it's, a, it's insane. I think this kind of, we, we might as well bring it up right now uh, because it's in relation to what we're actually saying. So I did want to bring up the song because I think this is also this is the second worst song from the both EPs, and this song is called "Thanks I Hate It." Oh, what you think this is the worst song, dude? It's one of the worst. You're crazy. Uh, it's because this song is about people like us, which is fine. You know, just people criticizing and talking shit on them, which is fine because that's what we everybody does that to each other. That's just normal. That's just what happens. But overall, it, it's a shit song. The melody is awful. Um, but this is what this is what Alex Gasgarth, because on their second EP he broke down lyrically what every song was about. So this is part of what he said because he had like a super long explanation for every song, and he would just like repeat himself over and over again. But this is what he said. Uh, let me see where quote. It's one of my favorite songs we've done for this project. It's kind of a gleeful middle finger to everyone's sentiment because that's exactly what this project was. I don't want to say that it's a direct response to like the haters because I think that's a bit pedantic and you know a tired a tried method. But I think what I love about the song is that it came really naturally. I think we were sitting and reading Mark's Instagram comments, which you know you never go into the YouTube <laughs> comment section. It's the dark place like the Lion King movie. You never go there. And so we made the mistake of going in there and just read a bunch of shitty comments and we were like, "You know what? Fuck it." Let's write about that, and that's how that song came to be. So everything about this is very 16-year-old, or even younger than that. I mean, the entire basis of the song is just like, ugh, gross. And <laughs> what was that noise? It, dude, it's just, it's me gagging on the <laughs> disgustingness of this entire quote. But, oh, dude, it's just like, they're both so disconnected. There's another, there are a couple quotes from Alex that I have in my, my arsenal that show how disconnected both of them are from their fans and kind of from like normal middle-class okay, society. So uh, I'm, 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 I'm oh going to jump God, in here awful. because I hate this fucking because song. even though I, I think Alex is part of this band, 
Mark is the Feldman of this band. Mark, Mark pretty much says, "Hey, like we should do this." And Alex is probably even more of a yes man than Mark is, and oh, especially absolutely. because Alex has so many more interviews. The one you that you that you talked about, I think he did for Rock Sound, and I, I read that one too. And Something. and what I got from this song, "Thanks I Hate It," and what I got from this album entirely, and kind of everything that's been going on is when they made a song, it started off with something small and they would text each other, you know, like a snippet of a, of a sound bite and it would grow and it would grow and it would grow organically. And then from there, they would kind of like pick it apart and change things, change things, change things. And so I think this song, Thinks I Hate It, Alex is taking this completely different than Mark. I think Mark overall is doing this entire project because he thinks that he wants to, and then when it's finished, he's like, wow, dude, I fucking, this is garbage. I don't like any of this stuff. But it, but it kind of in a humble way, not like in an actual, he thinks it's garbage. I think he's just overly humbled and, th- and, and, and wants, to, wants to tweak it even after, even after it's done. So the thanks I hate it, I think is him acknowledging that he's done something that's good, but he still doesn't like it. Much like very similar to when artists will do something like Pinkerton. When when it first came out and and you know even like rivers and nobody like ah oh, we 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 don't want to play none of that stuff because we don't like it and later on they come to appreciate it yeah. I think that's where Mark is at right now and I think that's why but, but I'm gonna go Maybe. further I'm that's gonna go further and I if... think I think in okay. think thinks I hate it because there's there's different parts especially when they say like I hate it the quote it's it's always there's no mm-hmm. music playing and it's always like that uh, I hate it. Oh, and it's so, I so think gross that's, sounding. I think that's like oh, I hate it so much. Like Alex said, telling them, "Oh, I hate it, I hate it, I hate it." But I think that's really Mark saying, "Like, hate where I'm at in my life." Am I pulling? What am I doing, Tyler? Oh, like it's like I, it could be. I mean, I I doubt it because, like you said, I'm not saying this, but this is what you said. He's emotionally underdeveloped, so I don't think he has. I don't think from what you said. I don't think he he would do something like that. I think he's too afraid to take chances and do something as subtle as that, and talk about you know maybe he is very unhappy. How about this? How about this? I don't know. Let's say like you get together with your friends, and like hey let's start a band. Like what do you want to play? Let's play this. And then you like you talk about it for weeks and weeks and weeks, and you get together and then you start jamming. You're like wow this sucks. I don't like doing this. That's what I feel. Simple creatures is as a whole. The only okay. difference is they yeah. finished the recording process. Yeah, but then they made two EPs and they've toured on it. But I think that's just I, I think that's just Mark sticking with kind of what he started with and realistically or what he knows maybe. And and like realistically, like he, he probably knows. feels good because Alex says yes to everything that he does. <laughs> Zach is there to help him write. Like I said on the first EP, he has songwriting credits in every single song. Yeah. And this other guy, Dylan Williams slash bald. So he's always there too to help produce or help songwrite and things yeah. like that. So I think that Mark is just surrounding himself with he's yes, not man. pushing himself. And as much as I don't like Tom's music, as much as I like Mark's music on the side. Dude, you're you're inc- you're insane. I'm not insane. I'm just I'm telling I'm telling you straight subjective facts about me. I don't like when we did the Angels and Airwaves, I don't like a lot of his stuff. I think I think it's just boring. I think it's simple and I think it's whatever. You didn't even say that. You did not I didn't like anything that. about like love and love part two, and then and then the 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 Dreamwalker or the whatever it was. Yeah, the Dream I like that yeah. one. And then I Empire, I thought was okay, but that one song, Everything's Magic, I think is like the one of the worst songs Angel Everybody's ever done. Yeah, 
But even in even okay. in, in, in the wooden toe episode, I even in the wooden toe episode, I said that there are certain. Oh, songs, you love wooden even toe. There was, I didn't give it a toe. three. I didn't give it a three. But you love it. But you love it. But anyway, okay. anyway, I'm, I'm okay. saying, Compa- I'm, saying oh, I'm saying that oh, even though I don't like, comparatively, I don't like a lot of the stuff that Tom's done. He's pushing himself to do different things all of the time, not just in music, but in yeah. life in general. And the problem that I have with Mark is that even though I like Mark and I like his singing and I like his songwriting and I like everything that he's done, he hasn't wowed me in so long since Plus Forty Four. There's been no wow moments. Yeah, there haven't. He he's he's a derivative of what Blink were, like a like a really bad he's derivative. A it's he he's he's a derivative of All Time Low. But I, I do it. like things I hate it. <laughs> I'm gonna play it because I'll let everybody listening determine whether or not it's a good song. But it's actually a really bad song. So here it is. Thanks, I hate it. Leave my dead body on the side of a mountain You bathe in the light of a trash fire See the stars in the eyes of a vampire I'm too sweet to be salty about it I'm too sour to be happy without it I'm just here for your entertainment I spit my teeth out on the pavement Ooh, 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 am I good enough for you? Thanks. I hate it. By Simple Creatures. <laughs> and man, this song is I still I mean it's it sucks, man. This song sucks. You're fucking crazy. So I'm is sorry, this a stinker I, for you? Oh, absolutely. You're, the only, you're there's only insane. one song there, oh, stung. There's only one song worse than this song. What was that? It's uh hold on. It's the strange the, the actual song Strange Love. That song is Every time it comes on, I get maybe a minute into it. I'm like, I, I gotta change it. Like, <laughs> you it, crazy. It's so bad. It's 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 unbelievably bad. Okay, again, it's everything. It's everything about like pop music that is just awful. Oh, it's gross. But that's what that's what this is. I mean, but it's, it's self. It doesn't this make is it good. Se- I don't give a fuck what it is. It doesn't make it good. But like, why do you why are you surprised? Like, oh, this oh is God. like stupid pop music, dude. They they've said <gasps> that. Alex Gasgarth called this trash pop music. Yeah, I know. Like, why are you surprised? Trash. Like, oh, this is trash. I'm not surprised. He fucking I'm told not... you it's going to be trash. I'm not acting surprised. You stupid. I know. Oh, stupid. I'm not acting surprised. I just, I understand what it is, and it's still not good. Like, <laughs> I don't, what are you trying to get? What are you trying to I'm trying do? to, I'm trying to, like, like you, like, you're like, oh, every time it comes on, I need to change it. Like, it's why? It's fucking awful. But it's you, awful. But he said it's going to be awful. 
Oh my god, dude. Do you know do you want to play Strange Love? And then we could play like the two shittiest songs right now just to get it over with. No, I I want to I want to tell you why I like Thanks I hate it like musically cuz it's I think it's Okay, what what do you Okay. I almost listed it as a banger. I almost did. Oh, you know what? fuck it. Jeff. It's a banger. Jeff, you're dumb. I'm a Hold on. I'm I'm putting it on Spotify playlist right now. <laughs> yeah. Okay, why do you think it's a banger? But why do you think it's a banger? So I'm going to take out this. the screeching intro cuz I, oh, I could do so without bad. that, and then I'm also going to take out the laughing outro, which I could do without that. But I what think about the 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 thanks I hate it just completely distorted and by itself. I like that, and then later on it's the oh, female you're, voice, you're and she's like thanks, or they say thanks, and she's like I hate it, love it. Oh. I think it's I think it's hilarious. I think they wrote a solid pop song here. It's a very very catchy chorus that kind of just flows. No, it's not even. I think it's solid. I think they, I think they both wrote a solid chorus here, and there's a lot of choruses on these two EPs that you could clearly tell two guys that were in pop bands wrote these songs because there are a lot of very solid just pop choruses. And I think I, you're grasp you're grasping at things here. I'm I mean, not, and overall, I think like the use of the program drums on all of these songs and everything, I think is solid. Oh. I love it. Oh, dude. <laughs> Love it. Love it. That's like one of my big issues with it. Just get a fucking drummer in there. It Why? So what, do you need, what do you need a drummer for? Oh, God. You make, the you, program you, drums don't You're, sound you're making synth pop music, and you have now fake drums. Like, what's? I don't understand what the deal is. It, it, like, it, it, it flows well with every single song. Only in the context of maybe... This very specific genre of music, but even then, that's really pushing it. Like it's not, like, dude. Mark has like millions of dollars. He could work with like a shit ton of other people. He could do so much, but he he goes to like the lowest common denominator of everything he does. Like, why do you make these horrible decisions? I don't because he's not. Dude, we're not I know talking, what you're gonna say. He, he's what he is. You're giving you're too much of a markman, and you're just giving him so much credit. You're giving him so much leeway. Just say it's fucking all bad because it's all. It's not all bad. bad though. Like for the most part, it is. Like probably like eighty percent of it's bad. No, wait, hold on, let me see. Let me because I, I have, I do have actual bangers on this. I have like maybe I think two bangers, hold maybe on, two hold bangers. On, hold on. Let's see. One. Two. Okay, I have two bangers as well. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So yeah, I. I oh, but I, I only have. But uh, but but I only have one stinker. But, but like, uh, dude, they're like all stinkers except for these two. So let, let's go. Let's go with our bangers. Okay. I don't even want to play Strange Love because that is just like it's such hot garbage. All that right. Song. So nothing off of their first EP is a banger for me. Nothing. Yeah, I agree. Their first EP was just. Straight the shit. bangers I have on everything's opposite, or everything opposite is it everything's opposite or everything opposite. I think it's everything. Everything opposite. opposite. So everything I think opposite. special and the wolf are both bangers. Special. Their first song and the wolf. Oh okay yeah. So my my two bangers are one little lie is my favorite, and then the wolf is my second favorite. Yeah. So we agree at least we agree on the wolf. Okay. So let, let's get more into the second EP because. Honestly, I don't really want to get um, too much into the first EP just because, honestly, there's not a lot to talk about, and it's just 
Well, the first EP I think is is a good was a good starting point of where they were trying to go. But then they end the EP with Lucy, and it's just yeah, awful. Lucy's garbage. But either yeah. and drug are both, I mean, okay. Mm. But with a little work, they could have possibly been bangers. Nah. Yeah. I don't know, man. I, I I think I think with like Ether specifically. So like my my biggest problem with Mark's voice again is 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 when he's just doing like the monotone, kind of talking thing, and then sometimes he'll he'll throw in like a high thing at the end of the sentence or a low thing or whatever it is. Yeah. But either like I'm so uninterested in Mark's vocals. Can we? But I, oh. I go ahead. No 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 no. Finish your thought and then because it relates to what you're talking about. But I I like like the bass and the guitar whatever riffage is going on in the song Ether. Okay. And I like that in the chorus of that. There's like it's like a non-singing chorus, and it almost was like a child trying to to like program a dubstep song. <laughs> and he kind of like like he was like, "Oh, check this song." And he's like, "Wow, that's actually pretty good, dude. Like you're like you have you have you have you know you have potential, ten year old. Good job." <laughs> and, and then overall, I also will say that the difference between Mark's and Alex's voice was was um was better than I thought it was gonna be. Yeah. I thought we were, I thought we were gonna go back to like the California days to where it's gonna be difficult for me to differentiate between the two. Yeah. But that was never the case. No, it, it really it, it kinda wasn't on this one. And and I put in our in my in the general notes that I feel like especially on the second EP, Alex's voice reminds me a lot of Rivers Cuomo from Weezer. He has a very Rivers sounding voice on that second EP. I don't know if you, you picked that up but I'm gonna. Didn't I stand get by that, that much. Didn't get that much. I'm gonna stand by that. Ooh, I oh. heard that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh God. Oh Lord. Um. So I mean, I actually have a lot written about the second EP. I didn't realize that. A lot of quotes because I mean, all the best quotes come from that. That EP. Uh, where was I going? Oh, let, let's talk about. Oh, you know, there's something else I want to talk about before, but I can't remember. What's well, about ether or drugs? Oh no, no, no. Okay, so I wanted to talk about the uh, about especially Mark's vocals, but Alex does it too. Like especially recently, Mark has been doing this thing, this very like kind of like almost like staccato kind of vocal delivery that he has, and like it's very kind of choppy. He's very he's like he doesn't sing with very. I mean, I don't know much about singing and and vocal melodies. I'm not like an expert or very good on that. But like he has a very specific way of singing right now that in the last like five or six years that has just been like, like just very much the same and just very kind of like da 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 like just like like just it's it's literally like choppy like he doesn't he doesn't ring out any sort of notes in his melodies like there's nothing there's nothing like he he like when it, when he sings like like I said I don't know a lot about like vocal melody or singing. But like he goes, like when he when he starts like a line to like a chorus, like go like he sings higher, 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 and then like the last couple words are like in a lower register. But that's like every fucking chorus. Yeah, that, that's na, what I'm na, saying. Na, 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 uh. That's and why. Just like, dude, that's what I don't like it, about his vocals. I like when he goes up and down mid sentence. I don't like when it's just at when, the very end it goes up or down. Because then it's. Boring. But I. But I. What I think he's always done really well, especially in like the like the the darker years of blink like in the self-titled starting like a self-titled is like his lower register like when he only sings in his lower register i feel like that's the best sounding mark because that's what he did on the self-titled record that's what he did on most of the plus 44 record 
and then he did it on neighborhoods for the most part and then after neighborhoods he just kind of like only sang hi out of his vocal range and it just it doesn't sound good like he it's fucking feldman man i'm sorry it's feldman so okay so like going in line with what what you're saying here how to live from their first ep um which i didn't quite list as a stinker but like it was so close and again i was trying to just I was in a very good mood when listening to these these two EPs all week, and I, I was I was trying to give them the benefit of the doubt. So I didn't quite list How to Live as a stinker, but it was damn close. And that was on the first EP. That was more of like a ballad song, but that's but that yeah. was but that song is is what you're talking about. Mark's like doing that fucking thing again, and he's just kind of talking yeah. to a beat, which is fine if you're like a rap artist or or or, or if or if you have an actual like interesting voice, it's okay. <clears throat> yeah, but. And then he'll harm with himself. So like mm-hmm. he'll talk over the beat and then you'll hear like the deep vocals you're talking about. And that's supposed to be him harming with himself. And it it sounds so terrible. It, yeah. And if only he just stuck with the low, you know, he he's, he's, as he's getting older, his voice isn't going to get higher. So, but yet he still sings higher than he ever has before. It just doesn't make any fucking that, sense. That song "How to Live" actually reminded me of um, Plus Forty Four because it was dark, it was somber. Some of the music reminded me of that, and so Mark's lower voice only works when he's doing a song entirely like that. But then Alex, mm-hmm. but that "How to Live" that how the song I'm talking about "How to Live" is like a heavy Alex song, and the yeah. chorus comes in. But it also has a very R and B. It also has a very R and B beat. Like it doesn't sound like anything Mark or Alex have ever done. It's strict like R and B. That's what I thought too. I thought the chorus could actually be like a hook to like a cheap hip hop song. Yeah, like I said, a cheap hip hop song. Actually, like a Not lot a of one, a lot a of the songs on the first album, I thought like this is probably the first draft of like what Kid Cudi would would produce and say, okay, <laughs> here's like my rough draft. Let's dissect it and make it into like Man on the Moon. <laughs> <laughs> all right well let, let's get let's get back into the second ep uh let's get into some of uh our favorites so let's start with special because you like this yeah one i think this song is absolutely so, so i think i think this song that? is a complete banger i think this song is so fucking good i love the verse in here i love this song in the mark verse and i, I like the back and the fourth with the harms i think those are solid but i think overall mm-hmm. it's this song kind of has like a happy meal commercial type vibe to it I think it's a little <laughs> bit silly, but I still kind of like. Yeah. Like, it, like if you can get past that kind of childishness, I I think it's solid. I think mm-hmm. it's solid. Okay, I, I I get that. I to me, like like you, it has a very catchy beat. I think some of the melodies and parts were really good. As a song overall, though, it was just it didn't it didn't really do much for me outside of those like small little parts. Um, lyrically, though, I do want to talk about this. Because this does show like a complete disconnect from, from like fans or anybody. Like I said, in the middle, lower middle or lower class. But he talks about Alex talks about how when you're feeling depressed, think about what you have in life, and get out and have some fun. He also says that he was in a funk one day, and then he thought about how he has two houses, and it made him feel better. <laughs> so it's like, dude, like. Why would you even say that? Like, why? I just, like, how stupid are you? How dumb are you? <laughs> I just, I don't get it. So it's I, gross. I, I, I like, gross, man. 
I like the honesty, but again, with you, I like I dislike the disconnect because, I mean, we'll talk about it, I guess, after this. But he's being honest. Like he's saying, "Hey, he's being honest," but he's not. He's, he's not, not saying it in a in a good way. Yeah, like like if you hear like a rapper say it, like they they own up to it. Like they know that they're spoiler. They they know that they have something good. Like it's almost like he doesn't understand like how great his life is. I, I don't know. It's just it's it's just really gross. I don't like it at all. I don't I don't follow All Time Low as much as as we do any other band ever. I guess, but yeah. I wonder, I wonder if he is like disconnected because All Time Low. I mean, love him or hate him, they they also have a fucking ridiculous following. I don't understand it. Like at insanely all. big. Like they could almost play shows as big as Blink. And as often as Blink, and and probably sell just as much, if not more, tickets. Yeah. It makes no sense. It makes no sense at all. Ah, oh, God. But um, I, I was gonna say something else too that I totally forgot. That's oh, fine. so what? yeah, let's let's talk about. I mean, I, I guess I'm done with special. Let me see. Okay. Let me, let me see oh, the parts that that he where he said the word good, and it's kind of chopped up. I think that's fun. I think it's just like silly, <sighs> goofy fun. And I like that. And I okay. like that Alex verse comes in strong. I'm going to, I'm going to, there's a couple songs on here that I will relate to this, but Alex's verse comes in strong. Like Tom's verse did in like, um, I miss you. Mm-hmm. Where but, are you? And then, so then it makes you think that like Mark is just stuck as the hype man, <laughs> even, even with a non strong, other person right because i mean alex is not as strong as tom and so no. if you're still the hype man for a guy that's a mediocre tom whoa yeah like woof, it's dude. Bad. woof. It's bad. And there are a couple other songs in here too that i thought that mark was just basically the hype man for alex which is not even like saying much right no, it's not like you're the opening band for the for the cover band that plays at the orange county fair yeah like woof dude well, let's get into to my favorite song from them. Uh, it's One Little Lie. And, you know, I think it might be my favorite because it reminds me very much of the Postal Service. That that entire beat, that kind of like fast electronic beat is very, very Postal Service. And I don't know. I just, I like the whole vibe of that song. It makes me feel good. Like in a nostalgic way. But like not in like a cheesy nostalgic way. So I I think like going back to like the postal service comment, when when I read that they would, I mean they're on tour and they're both touring heavily, and when they're writing these songs, it would start off as one person has a melody, so they would either sing it or play it on a guitar and send it or text it to the other person. Yeah. And I thought that either that was one of two things: either a that was like oh that's kind of a cool way to like write music because we've seen it with the postal service, like literally doing it through mail. Or yeah. B, that's fucking weird and creepy and kind of childish. Uh, I, I'm still, I'm still like I right in the uh, middle. The, no, for the for the, for the in that context, it's not like childish or anything or like cheesy like that. I mean, that's just that's how they have to make music. Just the it's nature not, of touring, I guess. Yeah, that's what it. That's what it comes. Okay, down to. all right. I mean, I'm, actually, I want to play a little bit of that song because we haven't played a song in a while. You, you, I guess I could have played. You didn't special, play special, but we'll play fucking one lie. One how, okay, lie. how about? Uh, okay, here I'm gonna play special because you're being a little turd about it right now. So here it is. <laughs>
Nothing sinister starts out sober Sometimes the chemicals work me over The things you learn at 4am When do I become who I am? Save your blast from the past This is not a mirage I'm a stolen car in the parking garage On your hands and your knees Do you feel in charge? Crawling back to who you are I just wanna feel good I wanna feel special All right, they're special <laughs> for you. Oh, I hate that good part. Oh, good, 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 good. Oh, it's so bad. Okay, so because Jeff was being a little shithead right there, I had to play a special for him. Being a little fussy boy, but that's fine. Um, but yeah, let, let's. Just, I'm just gonna play one little lie because it's it's their best song. Oh, mm, here it mm. is. Mm, it is. Deal with it. The chorus is really good in that song. I, I like it a lot. But lyrically, I feel like it's it's really lacking. It, it's just pretty much him just telling himself a, a little lie just to make himself feel better that day. You know, it's just it's kind of kind of lame. I, the song itself again. Is I mean, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm still gonna lean on Mark's underdeveloped emotionality. <laughs> Even like the song special when he talks about nothing, ha- nothing good happens after four a.m. Basically, like implying that, like you're drunk at four. You know what I mean? You text people, you yeah. call people, whatever happens after four, you should be asleep by then. Especially when you're a fifty year old man with kids and stuff like that. So I, I think it's just, man, dude. This is if this is not a cry for help, then I don't know what is. Yeah, this this really it's so weird and. I wonder if anybody else talks about it, <laughs> like, like how kind of, because I don't know, it, especially him saying like this comes from like a, a point of like depression and sadness, and then you get all these lyrics and like it sounds like he has like a, a substance abuse problem and all that kind of shit that he needs to sort out. But like the only substance out. that he needs is, is Tom. <laughs> That's true. Tom is. But then it's Tom is the I cure believe, for everything. But, but then it's like. 
But like, even if Tom comes back, it's not nothing will ever be the same. And I I don't think I I think Mark is. But it doesn't but need think, to be the but, same. No, that's that's the what thing. I, I think Mark thinks that. I think that Mark thinks that if Tom comes back, we're going to continue where we left off and things will be just be peaches. And I don't yeah. think Mark understands the concept of like growing up. Even going back to like Danny, I mean, right? Think that's why he wrote. I guess this, I guess this yeah, is exactly. Up so I don't think Mark understands that concept. I, I, I don't, man. I don't know if it's something yeah. just he was just so hurt and so because plus 44 came out and it was so perfect and it so perfectly kind of captured his emotional state at the time. And it was so transparent in that because the music matched kind of his tone. Everything just blended perfectly. But simple creatures is like low key depression. But like, it's very, very like the lyrics. You're like, Oh yeah. Read the lyrics. It's like, well, no, the lyrics are, a married, supposedly happy 50-year-old man talking about his time when he was in his younger 20s. While also working with a uh, younger guy. You know, yeah, quarter of a decade younger guy almost. Yeah. Also, syndrome. okay, so so the next song, the next song is called Need Me. Um, I just, I, I don't want to talk about the song itself because the song is kind of shit. But the uh, lyrically... This is another example of the disconnect. And um, from what it looks like and from what I was reading and stuff, it comes down to transitioning from people telling you that they love you and everything that goes on with touring with a popular band and then coming home and having to act like a functioning, like normal human being. I put normal in quotes in, in like a society, you know? So it's like like he, he still wants to be loved and told yes all the time but when he goes home like people are saying no do this do that like like he does like he's complaining about doing stuff he doesn't want to do when he's at home like he wants constantly he constantly needs that val or they not just mark but alex as well they constantly constantly need that validation of people saying how great they are and it's just like it's gross man yeah like they, 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 there's a way to portray it in the song to saying like, yeah, I'm kind of like a dumbass for thinking that. Like I'm kind of a shitback for thinking that. But when you read the lyrics, it doesn't seem that way. It just seems like this is like a normal train of thought. Let's move on. You know, it's just, it's not like they're trying to rectify anything or trying to like fix themselves. You know, I, I agree. I, I think it, I don't know, man. I feel like, I feel like and we're the only the people that me? that see that Mark is like he needs help. And I don't know, man. I I I feel like we're the only ones that see it. I know. I want to see him do well. And like, like everybody else is just taking advantage of Blink and Mark and the name just to make money. Like Phil doesn't give a fuck about Mark. I care about Mark. <laughs> I'm a marksman. I care I about my boy. Like I care, and it, it bothers me when I see things like this because clearly he's just. Unless this is all a fucking act, which I highly doubt. But no, I doubt like, that. Dude, he clearly needs like professional help. Like he clearly needs to talk to somebody <laughs> other than Sky, other than fucking Feldy, who's probably a yes man. Like Feldy, who you bring an idea to, he's like yeah, yeah, that's good, that's good, that's good. Here, give me that, and then takes it and evolves it into something totally different than what you said. So, but because he's so hyped about your idea, yeah, you don't say anything. Yeah, and that's sad. I agree. 
and I, I think this kind of leads into the to the next song, which is probably going to be the last song we talk about, uh, The Wolf. When it comes to like people fussing over a song or having multiple people like having to deal with the song, The Wolf, from what I read, it from what Alex says, it talks about the making. He talks about the making of the song being very Frankenstein and put together and just very like a lot of hand, maybe like a lot of hands in the pot and just like a lot of back and forth and just like almost like turmoil. And then he ends, Alex ends his statement by saying the song came about very organically. Like what, like literally everything you said in that entire paragraph was talking about how fussed over it was. And then the last sentence was, it came out very organically. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, just do you talking. know what you're saying? Are you just like talking? Just talking. You're just talking. Like, nothing makes sense. <laughs> yeah. It's like us. That's what we do. But, but we're not. That's we're true. not making millions of dollars. We're just talk. We like to yeah. talk. That's why we do this damn pod. God damn. But other than that, the, I like the beat. I think it's a. It's my second favorite song on the record, or on the, the two. Yeah, the wolf is my second favorite song. Special being my my favorite song, but the wolf is definitely my second favorite song. I th- I think that the effect that Alex has on his vocals, that whatever effect that is, it's finally grown on me, mm-hmm. and I think it works yeah. in this song. And I, <laughs> what do you say, woof or wolf? Yeah, a wolf. Woof. Woof. Wolf. Yes, woof, woof. And I think that Mark comes in and it's uh it's pretty good. And then Alex comes in again and they kind of go back and forth and it's good. I like it. I dig it. But like the hardest drop in the entire album, if we're gonna call them drops, is definitely on this song. And the drop itself reminds me of like a Joan Jet rip riff mix with like a Tom rip. high rip. part rip off. Okay, I can see that. I can see that a little bit. I mean, let's play the song. We'll talk about it a little bit more, and then we'll uh. We'll kind of round out the episode with some other stuff, and then uh, then we'll end it. Sound good? Uh, yeah, whatever you want to do. I still got like a thousand words in my in my doc, so whatever <laughs> you want to do. No, sorry, seven hundred twenty-two. Okay, here's here's the wolf by uh, Simple Creatures. I know I'm not supposed to stare into the sun, but I just like the way that it burns. I fall asleep, keep having dreams that I'm still dreaming about you
There it is. The Wolf by Simple Creatures. The Wolf. The Wolf. Now, what else, what else do you have to say about this song? Should we talk about some other stuff about the band? Do you want to talk about any other songs? I don't know what you want to do. Um, I mean, just what I was looking at. Um, some failed names. I'm just going to read my notes. And, oh, I didn't even see this. In total, I don't know, unchronological order. Uh, some other failed names. Like this song, or this band name really has no meaning other than it was just a list of names that they had and they were looking at like number one is that already a name yes number two is that already a band name yes so some other names that they had above this were modern medicine yeah gross hot cousins because yeah because according to according to alex everyone has a hot cousin oh dude that's fucking gross (laughs) (laughs) fucking gross and and another one's fun did he really say that yeah, Did he really? another, oh my God. another one is Fun Police, <laughs> which I don't. Oh. I kind of dig Fun Police. This makes me hate the band even more because of <laughs> the Hot Cousins, Fun Police, Modern Medicine. Could you come? Okay, first of all, Modern Medicine, one of the dullest fucking names you could ever come up with. Hot Cousin, entirely creepy, and Fun Police, you sound like a three-year-old. So. <laughs> This is I, just. I dig Fun Police because it's, this it's, is it's like, kind of this is like, like the icing on the cake for the the shittiness of this <laughs> these EPs. Like what the fuck? Oh, oh it's so good. God. Uh, but another oh. a, another songwriter is, is Dylan Williams or Dylan Bald. Yeah. yeah, we didn't really talk about him much. He but. Uh, he plays bass in a band called Floor, and he's also worked in in various capacities with a lot of other bands. Most notably for me. Uh, a, a artist for that you, re- he worked for you well yeah he also worked for me as well but an artist that renee likes a lot called lights he's worked a lot with lights oh yeah they're pretty popular huh well it's it's weird because i know she likes lights and it's like a girl singer and she's the girl lights is i mean her name's not Lights. i'm gonna call her lights she's married to the singer from bless the fall which they actually met at a taking back sunday show which is kind of interesting mm-hmm. but when I looked up her songwriting credits today too, or not today, but like this week, like, dude, she barely writes any of her own songs too. Hey, it makes sense. That's how a lot of pop. It's unbelievable. Are. And then yeah. uh, a couple other things I'd like to note is that they set out, Mark and Alex set out to make this, these two EPs and this group different than um, All Time Low and Blink. And I think they achieved that. Barely, barely. I like, w- I don't want to say barely. barely. I wouldn't say barely. I think they they thoroughly achieved that because I mean they're not going to make like a straight up hip hop album. They're not going to make a straight up fucking techno. They're not going to do you know Sunny Skrillex dubstep shit. This like this is what they're going to do, and it, it was this is very different than uh, than what we know as all time lower blink. So I I I give them props for that. I also think it's just. I got to mention that I think it's just absolutely unbelievable that Alex grew up loving Blink-182 and then achieved basically two dreams, right? He mm-hmm. achieved the dream of becoming a pop punk icon True. through All Time Low and then also achieved becoming a pop, a pop punk icon working with your pop punk idol. Yeah. I mean, he At did. At least but... one of them. Okay. So, so that leads me into two things. One of them... Uh, okay, so they, they keep claiming, both of them keep claiming, especially Alex, that 
simple creatures is just very gritty and and like gross sounding and this and that but their music is like far from that like it is some of the most compressed overly produced like just crap like sounding wise just like mix mastering everything is just it's too fucking loud like it just sounds like 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 trash in all the bad ways like just not good like it just i mean you have to agree with me there like it's it's too fucking loud the mix is too loud it's gross and you were talking about you know alex you know growing up on with blink on blink and you know working with his idol mark so i i have a couple things here that i want to kind of round out and just talk about do you think that alex has always wanted to work with tom delong but just so happens that he just took the next best thing with mark okay so you, you you're presenting two completely different ideas here so the first idea you're presenting is do i think alex has always wanted to work with tom of course like, who the fuck doesn't like but Blink do you think, too and okay. then wants to work with Tom. The second idea you're presenting is sort of this like, I'm going to settle for Mark. And no, I don't think that he's settling for Mark. I think he wants to work with both Tom and Mark probably at so the same took, time. So, so he took the next best thing and just chose Mark. Well, Tom didn't reach out to Alex. Mark reached out to Alex as far as we know. Well, so so like, know. like what you're doing is diminishing kind of the magic that happened when Mar when an idol reached out to their follower by saying, oh, well, the other idol didn't say anything. Well, that, that, that's irrelevant. Tom is irrelevant in this kind of conversation. But he's not. He is. Because, no, because I'm asking Tom what... Is, well, you, you presented two different two different ideas, two different questions, but you, you disguised them as one. No. And now, now I'm breaking it apart because it is two different <laughs> ideas. And so, yes, I do think Alex wants to work with Tom. Yes, of course. Who the fuck doesn't want to work with Tom? But do I think that but he so settled? But so he took the next best thing. Settled yeah, for Mark? He settled no, for Mark. I don't think he settled because for Mark. Because Mark reached out to him, so he settled for Mark. He would have rather hung out and made music but with in, Tom. But in, but in your stupid fucking brain, what Tyler would, what Tyler would do, according to this conversation... Is Tyler? If if Mark called Tyler and said, "Hey Tyler, are you down to do like a like a like a podcast?" Tyler'd be like, "Nah, I'm holding out for Tom, Mark." You know, you're just making things up right now. No, I'm not. So so and if Mark I mean, we call, all if know. Mark called you and said, "Hey, dude, are you down to do a podcast with me?" Would you say yes or no? Yeah. Okay. Are you settling for Mark, or are you going to hold out for Tom? Obviously, I'm settling for him because you're fucking stupid, Tyler. You're so dumb. I'm settling for Mark you because I know Tom's like not going to do it. You just like Tom more. Like what? I don't understand. Honestly, Alex likes Tom more, and he just settled with Mark. I mean, I think First that's what all, it comes down to. You don't know shit about Alex. I just told you. Hold on a I just told you, Alex. Do you like Tom more? No, I don't. See, he said that he does not like Tom more. He's in my well, house. Well, he right just now. lied to you. I know he's at your house, but he lied to you. He did not lie to me. He he said, "You know what he did? It's the same thing. He could have come over to my house, but it was too far, so he settled for you, and he's at your house." Well, he lives in like Huntington Beach, so he drove all no. the way out there. He actually has a house in Phoenix. Does he really? No, <laughs> I don't know where he lives either. I made it up. <laughs> actually, no, I do know where he lives. I do know where he lives because he talks about it in the making of that one song where I told you where he has two houses. He in that in that in that 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 interview he says he has a house in L.A. and he has a house I think in New Jersey. Ooh. So on opposite coast, yeah. Because I think that's where they're from. I think they're from over there. But anyway, that 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 also brings the next question: 
what if, what if, Jeff, what if Tom DeLonge played on this? How would it sound? Yeah. Honestly, I don't, I don't think he could have improved it or disproved it. I, I think there's not there's not enough here for me to think that, oh, if this was done by Tom, it would be so much better. Or if Tom did this, it would be worse. There's just there's not enough here. It's, it's only two EPs. They're pretty different from each other, even though they're they're just kind of in the same genre. It's I, I don't know. I, I don't I don't think either I don't think either. I don't think he could have made it better okay. or worse. I think they're too boring to, okay. to think about. But, I mean, he would have made it better because it's pretty boring. Okay. Uh, so what we have here is what if Tom was never fired from Blink? Would this project what, that, have been? That has nothing to even like do with Simple Creatures or anything. Now we're just talking about Tom. If you want to talk and about that, Tom, you should have put that, in the notes. That, Let's talk about Tom because the last and, part and this leads to my put in And this leads notes. to my, my last note under this album, Tom. Period. Number 17, Period. Tom, or whatever it is. 12, number 12, 12 Tom. Tom. So let's get into Tom. It's because it's Tom season. I, I do think it's um, I do think it's what? interesting in this al- or these two albums, though, or these two EPs, that rarely do they ever go back and forth like we heard oh. Tom and Mark do, like in Everywhere <laughs> or Elevator even. Like they n- You're always bringing Tom up. They never go back and forth up until... That's true. Like, never mind. The second to last song. The second to last song of the second EP. That's the only song. And mind you, that's the only song of the second EP that has Zach as credits for songwriting. But that's the mm. only one that goes the like a good back and forth, like I said, between every every time or anything like that. Yeah, I don't know why why they don't do that. I mean you have you have two vocalists, like let them both sing in a verse. I is that is that I don't know why bands don't though? do that. It has to be. Do they like was that intentional like saying hey here's our project so like my my theory is because i mean i'm not just putting all the blame on simple creatures but also with blink i think what what they do is i think maybe they're they're too afraid to maybe collaborate on a verse together or they think it's like a cool idea to go away from one another and each write a verse and then bring it together and see how it works I think that's kind of like the idea, the songwriting idea with with doing that, rather than collaborating together on a verse. Maybe it, maybe it gets too like fussed over, and that's why they don't like doing it. I don't know. It could be, or they want something for themselves on a song, like something solely written by the by themselves for for a portion of that particular song. Maybe that's what it is. I mean, that's probably more. I'm more inclined to believe the, that than anything else because yeah. as as a, I, as a band gets older. And especially like in, in Blink's early days, like the songwriting credits was never really known until like post Toy Page when it was like, oh, I wonder who really did write Damn It. Or I wonder who really did write these songs. Then it came out later, later on. That's like, oh, Mark wrote this verse, but Tom sang it or vice versa or whatever it was. Yeah. And so but in the early days, it's just a band is so just eager to make it big that they don't give a fuck. They just like, hey, Blink wrote these songs. You you see you kind of see that with Taking Back Sunday as well because their first two maybe third record are like that too where where they were sharing lead vocals during the verses and the chorus, but then after their third record that pretty much doesn't happen at all anymore. You know it's very rare where they where Taking Back Sunday have both vocalists singing on a verse like back and forth because they don't want to share that kind of credits and I, I yeah so that I mean that must be it it must be something like that. And how it's long weird. did like like how long was Fall Out Boy out? Or making music until people realized that Pete Wentz was like the mastermind. Like it was. I mean, it was after their they became big after Sugar were going down. Yeah, so it was like well after. What was that like their 
Was it their first album? Second album? Second album. I think it's their second album, yeah. yeah I could so, be wrong. So, like, well after their second album, when people are like, oh, oh, shit, Pete Wentz, like, the bass player, fucking writes all the music. Yeah. And that, that that's that's almost, like, off-putting because the lead singer, you know, theoretically should be the one who writes the lyrics because everybody else is writing their own music. Yeah. And so, I, I, I don't know, I, I think that, I think that bands, people just get, it's, it's human nature just to get greedy at some point. Yeah, that's true. And Blink is no different. I mean, Blink is... is they're a corporation. That's what arguably they are. one of the biggest rock act, new new rock acts of like the nineties and two thousands. Yeah, it's true. One of the biggest for sure. What are you gonna do? Yeah, what are you gonna do? So let's. Um, I think we've kind of given our final thoughts on this. We could just rate it, and then uh, finish up. Unless you got anything else to say in your notes, what do you got? I mean, I I, I delete notes as I say them. And so I still have 474 words. Oh, my God. But uh, <laughs> let me just go through, like, track by track real quick and just see if I have anything okay. else to say. So so Need Me, the third mm-hmm. song on Everything Opposite, that had this weird, like, O-Town vibe to it, like this weird late yeah. 90s, early 2000s alt band. I don't know if you heard it, but the intro to that also sounded like a bootleg stellar, kind of. Oh, by Incubus? Yeah. Maybe it was, a little it was bit. supposed to be like this weird. I don't know if it was supposed to be like a hip hop song or like this jazzy beat to it. I don't well, know. I, I thought I thought the the guitar the guitar playing on that was probably one of the best on the EPs, but that's still not saying a lot. But it was like the only thing that stood out guitar wise from all the songs. And then was I, in Need Me. And then I wonder if the if the if the choir singing the choir vocals in Need Me were the same kids from Dark Side. I wonder that too. Oh God, that's gross. That was just silly for me to think. Uh, let's see here. What else we got? Um, oh yeah, adrenaline from their from their first EP. Oh, God, <laughs> that that one had Dylan Bald as songwriting credit, and uh, I liked it because I was still in my indie rock phase, and I kind of had like this Kaiser Chiefs, uh, I predict a riot kind of vibe to it. Mm-hmm. But the baseline was just so dumb, and for Mark to be a bass player, reminded me a lot of The Cure, though. That song reminded me of The Cure. Okay, and I feel like like that's where the baseline was was inspired from because a lot of Cure songs have like driving baselines like that. But that's the thing about this song is because it was very indie rock, and I swear, dude, like the song "I Predict a Riot" by Kaiser Chiefs, mm-hmm. that was like this song. Just a see, little I don't bit know, different. I'm not familiar with that song. You so know, I, I predict a riot. I'm not even gonna sing it for you. Why just try? Because the, the lyrics, <laughs> "I predict a riot." <laughs> That's all I could do for the Kaiser Chiefs. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, though, Adrenaline was one of the better songs off the first EP, though, and it and it also had a music video. So, read the chorus. How the fuck you don't know this song? I don't know the song, and we you know what's funny? You and I have seen the Kaiser Chiefs. Remember they opened up for uh, I think it was Foo Fighters and Weezer. I like Kaiser Chiefs. I never, never got into them. Listen for the chorus. Ready? How the hell do you not know that song? I don't. I You're don't remember. You're stupid, it. Tyler. You're dumb. <laughs> How is dumb? I'm dumb. Looks like a bootleg Ramones, dude. How do you not know? It that does song? sound like the Ramones. It does sound a lot like the Ramones. But anyway, that that song reminded me of, of Adrenaline, or Adrenaline reminded me of that song. And then um, that's about it, I guess. Uh, Strange Love. I 
monotone so mark. Bad. I, I, That's so bad. Aside from being a marksman, I also like to call, in my notes, I also refer to him a lot as monotone mark. <laughs> so Strange Love for sure is monotone mark, boring drum beat. And Alex sounded oh. a lot like Skiba on that song. Can we, wait, wait, I do want to talk about the lyrics on this one because I forgot to. I mean, not only is the song just god awful, but the lyrics. Uh, okay, so this is what Mark said. Um, quote, with the song Strange Love itself, I was asking Alex about how some of his bandmates are always out at bars partying and how they can live that kind of lifestyle. And the idea just spun out from there. Eventually, we ended up with a song that's kind of about orgies in a strange way. Ugh. So it's like he's like almost like vicariously living through these younger guys, even though he wasn't. But they're not even ever, that much younger. No, they're not. I don't know, man. It's so weird. It's so weird to me. This entire thing is so weird. That's why I think Mark is just in this like emotional, I don't know, like purgatory. He has <laughs> no fucking idea what real life is. No uh, idea. It's possible. I, it's sad, man. It's sad. Yeah. I predict a riot. <laughs> Honestly, we've talked about every song on this on on these EPs except for Ether. That was the only one, but that's fine. Unless you really want to talk about that one. Let's see, Ether. I don't know. That was that was the one I said that was like a child trying to like make like a dubstep song. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. So that's it. Though we talked about everything. Yeah, that's it for me too. So yeah, what what are you gonna rate this album or these two EPs as a whole? Uh, well, they're definitely getting no less than a one. Okay. Um, the first EP. Uh, Strange Love I'm going to give a 1.5 Okay The second EP I think I'm going to go with, I think I'm going to go with 2 You're dumb I think I'm going to go with 2 You're dumb Just dumb I'm going to do it too You're crazy man You're crazy Because I'll probably when, when the new When the LP comes out I will probably go back and listen but I'm more inclined to listen to the second EP than I am the first. I'll probably never listen to the first ever again. Do you know what would be really funny is if their LP was just the two EPs together? Oh, man. <laughs> that would be awesome because I would be so mad. <laughs> oh, I would hate it so much. Fuck me. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so I didn't know we were we – were, gonna do this separately with the two different EP we're gonna rate each EP but you know I'll I'll play along play along uh the strange love EP the first one I'm gonna give that one I'm gonna give it a one just a straight up one yeah and the uh the second EP I'm gonna give a 1.5 oh yeah I just and if you don't know our rating system is three is a perfect album a two is a good album that you're gonna get you're gonna continue to listen to one is a bad album, but you should listen to it once. And zero is absolute garbage. So yeah, like I said, a uh, a one for Strange Love, the first EP, and a one point five for everything opposite the second EP. So there you go. There you we go. did it, Jeff. We did it. We, we did made it, it, Jeff. We made it through this fucking episode. We were so worried about it too. Woof. Oh, it's not going to be long enough. Fuck, dude. We're like an hour and forty minutes in. I know. I was worried <sighs> for sure. <clears throat> anyway so it is october it is spooky season uh and it is our last episode of october is next week so we are going to get spooky with a spooky band 
And I uh, might as well just say now we're doing Misfits. You can wait to talk about this, huh? Well, why not? We're just we're finishing up the show. We're well, nor- normally you 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 like tease like I don't know what we're gonna do next week and I'm like I'm not oh, that excited. I'm not oh, that excited. Tyler, come on. You but know do we, you're do excited. We, I am excited, but I'm not like falling over excited like I would if we were doing a, a Tom album, which you know which is weird. We've never done the Tom the Tom solo album. He only has one. Okay, we've never done it. Well, it's not even like an album. Is it's an album, dude. Relax, it's an album. I guess it's released as an album. It's an album. I mean, anyway. fuck. I guess we do simple creatures. We can do Tom. Exactly. So exactly. don't be a little whiner. But we haven't. I don't think we've really decided on what Misfits album we're doing. But we are doing it for Spooky Season, the last week of October. So stay tuned for that. That will be next week. I mean, I can but tell you what what album. So I've listened to like a, a couple of Misfits stuff. Yeah, Not a couple like three or four albums, and there is an album that I like. Maybe we'll do that one. We don't know. Okay, we'll talk about it after. We will talk about it after, and you will all find out what we're going to be doing on next week's episode. But thank you all for listening to this episode, the Simple Creatures episode, where we did both of their EPs. Uh, go rate, review, and subscribe to us on iTunes. Follow us on social media at Asinine Radio, Asinine Radio at Gmail dot com. Email us there. Whoa! Thank you again for listening and. Oh, this is not blink. Tom's not in this. This is not plus 44. This is not angels and airwaves. And so I don't think that we actually gave this. But even in even okay. in, in, in the wooden toe episode, uh, even uh, in the uh, wooden uh, toe uh, episode, I said that there are certain. Oh, you songs, love wooden toe. Even there were. I didn't give it a three. Toe. I didn't give it a three. But you love it. But you love it. Do you want, remember I told you I had I was having like nightmares and I yelled in my yeah. sleep like loud. Yeah. So like Renee said, it was it was something like this. I'm gonna I'll do. I'll do one, and if I think <laughs> that's good enough, then I'll stop it. But if I, that one could be like a like a, like a practice yell. Okay. Okay. So I heard it was something. It was something like this. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> that was pretty good, actually. I think that's yeah. That, that was good. That was solid. <laughs> and wh- anyway, explain explain why uh, why you why you are doing this. So um, I, I think it's no secret that like when I watch scary <laughs> movies, I get fucking scared. Like, I get frightened to my core. To the uh, point where normally when I watch scary movies, I watch cartoons after because uh-huh. I have to calm down my, my mind, I guess. Otherwise, I'll have these fucked up dreams. And like dating all the way back, as far as I can remember, I remember the first time we saw Paranormal Activities in the theater. Oh, that was so scary. I almost walked out of the theater. The only thing stopping me was we sat in the middle and there were so many people on either side of us. That I don't want to look like a chode getting up in the middle of a movie and leaving. <laughs> so like normally when scary things happen on movies, I look down with my eye. Like I don't move my head. I do put my eyeballs. And I look down. And I look up because I don't want. I, I do the same it. thing. I do the same thing because I don't want people to make fun of me. So I do the same yeah, exact you keep thing. Keep your head straight, but then you look down with eyeballs. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I don't even care. But normally when I watch scary movies, I watch them at night because uh, I want. I want to be scared. I'm like a. I'm weird. So I want to be scared, but. I need I need a little something numb to calm me down. So normally I watch Adventure Time, but I finished that series. So then I've been watching this show called Clarence, which I think is hilarious. But anyway, the past couple of weeks I've been watching like scary movies, and then I I watched American Horror Story, Roanoke, like sixth season or something, and 
it was it was more gruesome than it was like scary, but it was still it was still pretty frightening. But anyway, I've been having these really gnarly dreams. Like we're not like dreams that in my dream I'm like committing suicide and doing weird things that is what? super strange and bizarre. And I wake up and it's like, what the fuck? But one dream I had I I'm not gonna go into it because it's gonna take forever, but one dream I had, basically I was I watched this movie Oh, what was it called? It was on Netflix. It was called like Head Heads Up or something like that, where there was a shapeshifter and he infiltrated this group of friends and made them kill themselves. So that's basically what happened in my dream. And so I couldn't trust any of like you were in it, like friends I've had in like high school that I don't ever talk to, even like in high school were in it. It was really weird. You know, like random people pop up in your dreams, yeah. always weird. So that happened. And then at the very end of my dream, I remember I, I was trusting one person. I looked up on a balcony and I saw the shapeshifter, and that's why I yelled. And I yelled. How did you yell again? I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I yelled so loud. It was like four in the morning, and, and Renee woke me up. And she said, dude, are you okay? And I was like, I, I, don't, I don't know. I, oh. and I was like breathing heavily, and I'm like hot and sweating. And, dude, man, I, just, I need to cut it out. Oh, that is so good. Uh, that's fantastic. So funny. I never. I I usually get pretty good nightmares, but I don't know. Maybe I've just been watching more and more scary movies because of Halloween coming up. Yeah. I don't know. I I need to cut it out though. Oh, that's so funny. I've never yelled like <sighs> that. <laughs> how do you, wait? How do you know you yelled like that when you were asleep? Because I can feel it. Like as I was yelling. I think she like woke me up and then I woke up and then, and cause in my dream I yelled, right? Yeah. So in my dream, I remembered me yelling and she's like, yeah, you yelled. I was like, dang, I guess I did yell. I guess I really don't know. I'm just more trusting her. Yeah. That's so good. 